Hey there, welcome back to the Rest-Based Weight Loss podcast series. In this episode, we are going to continue yesterday's episode. Uh, This is for all my working moms out there, my fellow working moms, weight loss tips for you guys. This is a continuation of uh, yesterday's episode. So if you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, do that first and then uh, come back and listen to this one as I'm going to give you guys some tips on what you can do as working moms to be able to achieve your weight loss goals. But in case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I am a nutrition and lifestyle coach. I am a mom of three girls. Uh, I am also uh, spreading this news, spreading the gospel of (laughs) rest-based weight loss, which is a lifestyle strategy that uh, gives you the tools to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. When I was going through my journey four years ago, after struggling with my weight for eight years in between my pregnancies, I came to understand that weight issues are not diet and exercise issues. Weight issues are imbalance issues. Weight issues are stress issues. If your metabolism is out of balance and your stress hormones are high, then weight gain is the result. So that means if you can bring some balance to your metabolism and keep your stress hormones low, then weight loss happens effortlessly. So I want you to check out this link that I'm going to post in the description. It's operationfixmylife.com slash coaching. And what this link does is it brings you to a page that will allow you to fill out an assessment. It'll allow you to set up a phone call with me and we can schedule some time to go over what your stressors are. We can schedule some time to go over what, where your imbalances come from. And then a couple different options of what we can do together to bring some balance and to lower those stress hormones so that you can lose weight effortlessly. And so that weight you lose can be kept off forever. So check out the link in the description, okay? All right. So in yesterday's episode, I went off the rails a little bit toward the end. <laughs> and I, I I get very passionate about the, especially when, when I'm talking to working moms, fellow working moms, especially when I'm talking about uh, looking at weight loss just beyond, you know, wanting the scale to move, but viewing weight loss as uh, as a as a tool to be able to live a long, healthy life, and then when you're talking about, you know, being there for your family, having to work, us working moms, we carry so much of the world on our shoulders, and it's not fair. It's not fair that at the end of the day, we don't have the time or energy to take care of ourselves. We are the first ones that should actually get the lion's share of the time and energy to focus on our health. And then everything should come secondary after that. Why? Because when we're happy and healthy, then everyone else is happy and healthy. When we're happy and healthy, then we're more efficient at our jobs. When we're happy and healthy, then our families, they pick up on our happiness. They pick up on our health. They learn how to take care of themselves by how we demonstrate us taking care of ourselves. And so there's a lot, there's, a, there's so much more at stake than just weight loss. There's so, much more, uh, there's so much more connected to it. And so I get really passionate especially when speaking to to working moms who, you know, 
they can't find it. They can't find the time. They can't find the energy. Uh, sometimes it's it, it takes a little bit of a mindset reset to understand the significance, like the importance and uh, and the requirement to take care of our health. So I went off a little bit toward the end. Uh, got a little got a little passionate, but uh, just a, a recap of what I was saying was. You know, when we don't prioritize our health, we are, number one, demonstrating to our families, demonstrating to our kids that when they grow up and get older, it is acceptable to put everything and everyone above them. And number two, we are putting ourselves in a position as we age, as we get older, as we start getting toward the latter years of life, we're putting ourselves in a position where we won't have, where we won't be healthy enough to take care of ourselves. Uh, and so we'll either, it, it'll either bring us to, to the place where we come down, we're diagnosed with some like chronic disease, uh, some tragic disease that ends our lives early, or we come down with a, a chronic disease or disorder or something where, uh, our kids have to end up taking care of us, or, you know, we, we just won't be in a position to take care of ourselves. And then our kids will have to suffer through the trauma of seeing us suffer. And, you know, as moms, especially, we want, we give our whole entire lives for our kids and we want the very best for them. We want them to have everything and we want them to make sure, uh, that, that they have everything they need. But that also means making sure they have everything they need emotionally, physically, when they when they become adults and they have families of their own. I, I work with a few women right now who are in their 40s and 50s and are literally watching their 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 mothers decay. They're watching their mothers, you know, how many of you listening have a parent that has been diagnosed with cancer or Alzheimer's or dementia? You know, how how many of you listening have friends or other family members that have parents that are being diagnosed with these terrible diseases, multiple sclerosis and, and all of these diseases. And it's painful. It's so painful. Some of the ladies that I'm working with right now, it is literally traumatizing to watch their parents suffer through this. And so I believe, you know, for me, uh, at, at some point, I'll do a whole entire episode about my journey and what led me to to be becoming determined to make a change once and for all. But when I realized four years ago that I was headed toward an early grave because of my, my health issues, because of my food addiction, because of my emotional eating, because of my inability to lose and sustain weight, I saw it. You know what I mean? I came from a family where my dad, where my father was, uh, was diagnosed as type two diabetic at the age of 33, uh, and had to, and, and, you know, in the past 10 to 15 years or so experienced uh, having to get amputations, you know, because of the progression of the disease. Um, I have a whole entire side of my family that are all on high blood pressure medication, Every single last one of them, are they're all taking medication for high blood pressure. I had an uncle who dropped dead of a stroke. My younger sister was diagnosed with breast cancer. And uh, she went into remission for a few years and then it came back. 
my great grandmother died of breast cancer. So, you know, when I was looking at my health and I started getting sick, I, I realized this was my fate. This is where I was headed if I didn't stop and do something about it. And so the determination for me to prioritize, to put my health above everything, that was me deciding that I want to be here and I want to be healthy for my family toward the latter years of my life. So I, I 100% empathize with my fellow working moms who are like, there's no time or energy in the day. I have too much else going on. Where on earth am I going to find the time to work out? You know, how on earth am I going to uh, find the time to meal prep? And, and, and how am I going to talk my family into eating healthy meals when we're all used to just having burgers and fries? Or, you know, where am I going to find the energy to cook nutritious meals when, you know, sometimes we, we just got to hit the drive through We just got to order in a pizza. Like, how am I supposed to transform and change that right now? with everything going on. I 100% empathize with you. And so I'm here from a position of, uh, of telling you where there's a will, there's a way. And unfortunately, that will and that way, they just look completely different for everyone. So, so the tips that I'm going to give you in this episode are going to be very general and broad. Some of you will be able to take the tips and fit them to your lifestyle. You might hear some of these tips and, and uh, have an aha moment where you might not like follow exactly what, what I'm suggesting, but it, it's a light bulb moment may go off for you and, you and you may be able to start implementing some changes. And some of you may need some hand-holding. You may need a little more help. And if you, by the end of this episode, if you decide, yes, I'm in, I do want to make the change. I do want to prioritize my health. I do want to lose weight. I do want to get healthy. I do want to be here for as long as possible for my family, but I need some help, you know, figuring it out. My brain can't process how to make those changes. Then click the link in the description of this episode. Go to operationfixmylife.com slash coaching for you, especially Especially if you mention that you listen to this episode and you and you want the help because of listening to this episode, you mention that you fill out the intake form and you schedule a call for, with me, then your the the cost of us working together will be discounted, and that is my promise to you. Okay, because this is this is a passion thing. This is a heart thing for me. Okay, enough of the ooby gooby stuff. <laughs> let's get to, let's get down to business. So for working moms. Um, one of the biggest things that I see when, uh, you know, coming across forums or discussion boards or Facebook groups for working moms that are like, okay, I do want to lose weight. Uh, however, I have no, like, where specifically am I supposed to find the time to exercise? I think that's like mistake number one. Uh, mistake number one is believing that in order to achieve your weight loss goal, you actually have to exercise. That is false. And I know I sound crazy right now. And I know you're probably like, what? What are you saying? I'm telling you, I am telling you that you, working mom, you do not have to exercise to lose weight. You don't. So if you, if you believe that you cannot start a weight loss journey because you're certain the weight loss journey involves uh, exercise and you have zero time, like zero minutes, zero energy for exercise, then I am telling, I'm, I'm here to, to deliver you 
the golden ticket. I'm here to deliver you a, a late Christmas present. You do not have to exercise to lose weight. Okay? Exercise is meant to be used as a tool to accelerate the weight loss or fat burning process. Exercise is not to be used as a tool to, you, to lose weight. Why? Because when you use exercise as a tool to lose weight, you are elevating the same stress hormones that uh, raise when you're feeling anxious and stressed out about a work project or you're running late to a meeting or you're running home late from work and, and your kids are waiting for you to be picked up or you're stressed out about a family dinner or birthday parties that are coming up and getting everything organized. The same stress hormones that elevate in your system when you are frantic and running around and stressed and feeling crazy are the same exact stress hormones that elevate when you exercise, when you exercise to lose weight. So exercising to lose weight means that you are exercising in a way that focuses on burning a certain amount of calories, right, in that exercise session. And many working moms are like, I just have to get back to running. I have to get on the treadmill. I have to get back on the cardio machine. Why? Because I know that doing cardio for 30 minutes will burn the max, you know, the most amount of calories possible in that time. But over time, as you're spending those 30 minutes running outside or running on the treadmill, during those 30 minutes, you are elevating those stressor hormones. And the more often you're running and doing cardio for 30 minutes, the more often that you're consistent with that, the, the more chronically you're elevating stress hormones on top of the stress that you're already experiencing from working at home. So eventually, yes, you're cre you, you might be creating a calorie deficit, and yes, the scale might go down because of uh, science, <laughs> you know, because yes, a calorie deficit does lead to weight loss, but calorie deficits lead to weight loss in the short term. It is the stress, the stressor hormones that, that bring you, that walk you hand in hand, that take your hand and walk you toward plateau and eventual weight regain. Okay? So don't, you don't have to exercise to lose weight. Now, if you do, here's what, for, for you guys, and I'm just talking to working moms right now, exercise is to be used for two, for two reasons. One, to maintain your muscle mass, because I'm going to tell you what you have to do to lose weight in a second. And as you're doing this, you want to fo focus and make sure that you're maintaining as much of your muscle mass as possible. Why? Because if you lose muscle, during the weight loss process, then the lower your resting metabolic rate drops, you know, the calories that you burn when you're just sitting at, at the office or sitting on the couch or sitting with your family having dinner, so the calories that you just burn just naturally at rest, your body will start burning fewer and fewer and fewer calories the more muscle you lose when you lose weight, okay? That's number one. Number two, because of that, it increases the chance of, uh, of, of your weight eventually returning. So if you are going to exercise, what you want to do is you want to exercise to maintain muscle. And let me tell you something. It takes about 10 minutes a day, two to three days a week 
to maintain muscle mass. It doesn't take 45, you know, 30, 15 to 30, like 30 to 45 minutes in the gym. It doesn't take 45 minutes to an hour in the gym of cardio and then weightlifting and then core. No. 10 minutes, two to three days tops. If you can find 10 minutes, two to three days throughout the week to devote to maintaining muscle, then that's all you need. Okay. So what is required then to lose weight? It's your nutrition. It's your diet. It's what you're eating, when you're eating, how frequently you're eating. Okay. What, when, and how, how frequently. Making adjustments to your nutrition is going to lead to weight loss. It's your diet. It's not exercise. It's your diet. You have to change your diet. If you are a working mom and you work at a desk job like I do, then you don't need a lot of food. <laughs> you don't need a lot of food. And what you want to be able to do is you want to be able to start using fuel, uh, food as a source of fuel as a source of like brain power, as a source of, as an energy source to be able to just keep you running and functioning from morning until night. Us working moms, most of us, I believe a large percentage of us are guilty of using food as uh, placing a role of, of other things on food, like comfort, like stress relief, like relief from boredom, uh, like quick energy boosts to, uh, to keep us awake. So we have to redirect our relationship with food so that we're only using food as fuel. What does using food as fuel look like? Like what do those food groups actually look like? They're food groups that fall anywhere within the protein, fiber, and healthy fat categories. Okay, protein, fiber, and healthy fat categories. Protein, fiber, healthy fat. Those are any foods that fall within those categories will be used by our body as fuel uh, for, to just keep us going and as fuel for our brains, to keep our brains functioning, running, problem solving and wearing all the 50 million different hats that we wear. Okay. Now, when we get into other food groups, when we get into other foods that fall into other groups like carbohydrates, like starches, like sugars, that's when we start getting into the danger zone. We get into the danger zone uh, with our weight and with our energy and with our mood. Okay. If you have weight issues, if you have, if you struggle with up and down energy, and if you struggle with mood swings and not being able to keep a level head and a stable mood, <coughs> excuse me, then the very first place that you have to look is your carbohydrate, your starch, and your sugar intake. Okay. So step number one, <coughs> sorry, step number one, take a look at all the food that you're eating right now. That's number one. 
and then determine which areas those, which areas the food that you're currently eating falls under. What are the categories? How much of what you're eating falls under protein, fiber, and healthy fats? And then how much of what you're eating falls under carbohydrates, starches, and sugars? If you don't know what foods fall under each of those different categories, then do a quick Google search or click the link in the description to uh, fill out the intake form and schedule a schedule a call with me because part of what we can do together is we can decipher that, we can decide that, okay? And we can work together to do that. So once you uh, write down all the foods that you're currently eating, I would say do a food journal for about three days and look at your percent and look at your percentages. 85, like 80 to 85% of the food you eat should fall within the protein, fiber, and healthy fat categories. If they don't, then if you just start there, if you just start by cutting your carbohydrate, starch, and sugar foods intake, if you just, if you just start by cutting that in half, you're going to start seeing results. Like you're going to start seeing results relatively, I, I won't say relatively quickly, you'll feel the results relatively quickly. You'll feel the changes to your mood and your energy You'll feel that within, a, within just a couple weeks, but you'll start seeing the results after a couple months. Will the weight just like melt off of you? No, and that's okay because the faster it melts off of you, the faster it'll come back. So that's important, you know, to, to realize. It's important to go into this with, uh, with, with the end goal in mind, with the fact that this is a lifestyle change that you're doing right now. This is not just, oh, I just want to lose weight in the middle of everything else that I have going on. No, you want to change your lifestyle, okay? You want to change your lifestyle so that uh, the weight that you lose does not come back and so that you're actually healthy and whole going toward the end of your life. So it's okay that the changes, the physical changes are going to be slow going. That's fine. But if you can just start with cutting your carb, sugar, and starch intake by half and continuing moving forward with your protein, fiber, and healthy fat intake, just start there. Then that will, over the period of, I don't know, somewhere in between three to six, maybe nine months, that'll put you on track to, to begin shedding, especially water weight. A lot of the water weight is gonna come off first and then, and then your metabolism will start tapping into your fat stores and start burning fat already on your body. While you're doing this, you are going to spend two to three days a week, like 10 minutes. 10, 10 minutes, 15 minutes tops. Do not go longer than 15 minutes. Once you go over 15 minutes, you're going to start tapping into the danger zone of elevating stress. And that's not what we want. You already have enough stress. 15 minutes tops. 10 minutes, okay? Two to three days a week. If you do both of those things together, then you should start seeing weight come off and inches drop somewhere in between three to six months. Okay? So let's start there. 
And if after doing that for about three months, if you feel like you have a good handle on that, if you feel like you're making adjustments with your food and you're doing well, you don't miss eating as much carbs, starches and sugars as you did before. If the, if the exercises are bringing you energy and you can feel uh, some change happening in your muscles and you can, start, you can feel that you're, that you're getting stronger, all right, then you can look at maybe escalating things in order to accelerate the fat burning and keep moving steadily toward your weight loss goals, all right? So those are some tips to get you started. And once again, if you feel like you can take these tips and run with them, Fantastic. I want you to do that. And I want you to start today. Today. Okay. If you hear these tips and you hear this episode and you're like, I want to do it. I need help figuring out how. If you're listening to this and you and you want help with uh, taking, let's say, your current meals, the, the food that you're currently eating, and maybe you're already eating in the way that I suggested, but you're not losing any weight then I definitely want to extend the offer of you uh, setting up a call with me, okay? Filling out that intake form, setting up a call with me, mention on the intake form that you heard this episode so that I can give you a discounted price for that, okay? All right, so that's it for today's episode of the Rest-Based Weight Loss Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, I am your host, Lene Urban, and I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow.